Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today, never enough. Never enough. You know, we laugh at or we pity the hoarders, the people whose apartments and houses are full of old magazines and knickknacks and tchotchkes and all kinds of things from the past. What, what about that stack of unread magazines on your desk, on your kitchen table, in the garage, the stuff you're always going to get around to? I wonder about doctor's offices where I see stacks of magazines on their desks. Was there something about their specialty they haven't gotten to yet? Maybe some new advance I could use. When are they going to get to it? Never enough. Never enough information to save. Never enough time to read it. How about all those matchbooks and spoons and chopsticks and lampshades and whatever else you've collected as you traveled? You shove them into drawers or in the closet that gathering dust somewhere. For that matter, on more important things, do you have money sitting in some pathetic bank account earning you one thousandth of one percent because you're too lazy to move it out or you're too scared to move it out or you just let it accumulate for no good reason, not making any money for you? Do you create goals, you know? Do you have, say, $25,000 you want in reserve, a slush fund, play money, rainy day money, shoved somewhere in the back of the closet just in case you need cash? And then when you get the $25,000, do you say, maybe it should have been fifty? And then, of course, well, maybe seventy-five. It's never enough. Is there some other slight advance you need? in a car, in a TV, in a computer, in a phone, in a vacation spot. People drop everything and buy the latest computer because it's got one hundredth of one percent improvement. It's never enough. We want the latest, even though we don't use all the gizmos and gadgets and switches and bells and whistles on our current computer or phone. Are you ever satisfied? Or are you always in search of one step up, sort of one-upsmanship with yourself? T-I-A-A-B-B, I coined that a long time ago, over a decade ago. T-I-A-A-B-B, there is always a bigger boat. There is always a bigger boat. We were in Monaco, home of the rich and famous. We were uh, at the breakfast uh, restaurant for the hotel uh, on the top floor looking out over the bay, and there was some Russian oligarch's boat. It was built to resemble a cross between the battleship Potemkin and a submarine. It had five swimming pools. It's rumored to have cost $190 million. You heard that right. $190 million for a big boat. But you know what? T-I-A-A-B-B, probably the Sultan of Brunei or Paul Allen, has a bigger one. How many backups do you need? How scared of you that the Earth is going to blow apart and you'll need backups that will enable you to go to Jupiter and restart your life? How many hard drives? How many flash drives? How many thumb drives? How much backup do you need? After a while, it gets kind of silly because what we're dreading is cataclysm. How much wine do you need? I don't mean drinking. I'm all for that. But if your wine shelves are filled, it means you're collecting them, not drinking them. If your wine or your cigars or whatever it is are flowing over, you have to put them in temporary quarters. What that means is you're not using them. You're collecting them because you feel there's never enough. How many place settings do you need? How much china? How much silver? How much crystal? How much everyday flatware? How much everyday anything? Well, what if we have company? You're looking at 14 place settings. settings. We've never entertained 14 people at once, ever. Yes, but maybe we should make it a round number like 20. Why not 100? Why not pretend we're going to entertain at the White House? How much do you need? It's never enough. We collect 
we hoard, we back up. You know, my uncle, when he was alive, was at one of our family gatherings at the holidays, and he had sort of a sardonic look at life. And as he watched us all taking pictures and posing for pictures, he said, whatever becomes of those pictures? I never see any of you with an album in front of you leaping through it. I don't see you staring at the pictures on a, any kind of device. Why do you take all those pictures? You know what? Memories are important, but hoarding certainly enters into this. I love people who take selfies and you can't see what's in the background. In other words, they're sitting in front of the Taj Mahal, but you don't know that. It's just a tight selfie. It's like a publicity sh- uh, shot for Hollywood. Nearly a Freudian slip there, by the way. What was your greatest memory of Prague? And what you show is just a headshot of two people. Come on, that's what you remember about Prague? Sitting for a selfie? Never enough. We miss the moment trying to collect it. An Alanism. We miss the moment because we're trying to preserve it, like some kind of prehistoric mosquito in amber. A photo of an elephant bathing or a lion hunting, that's fine. But selfies, wherever you are, that all look the same? We collect stories, you know, about illness, about golf, about fishing, about running, and I don't know which of them are worse, by the way, which we regurgitate all the time. Never enough. Did I tell you the story about the fourth hole? You did, let me tell you again, never enough. We never have enough dirt. We never have enough inside dope. We never have enough uh, non-factual rumor and innuendo. We never have enough myth. We never have enough conspiracy. We're engaged in one-upsmanship often with ourselves. You can't walk through a hoarder's house and you can't get through a cluttered mind. We're missing the moment by trying to save it. We're missing what we have by always wanting more. Think about it, because that is the uncomfortable truth.